thanks for choosing Boomers with Beverages. This time, we're talking tequila with special guest and friend of Pete, Brett Glazer of Hiatus Tequila. It's everybody's favorite time. I, I know you already know what it is. I mean, you can have a list exactly. of 10 things, but this is number one. It's time for another fresh. And when I say fresh, this is like as new as a podcast can get. It's Boomers with Beverages. <laughs> Makes you cool. Yes, that's going to mean so much to people who can't see it. <laughs> that sounded like me doing my SAT going, I don't know what your answer is. I can, I, can, I can do that with my mouth, too. Sorry, go ahead. Well, well we know we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> now we know a couple of the ways Artie used to pick up chicks. That's pretty neat. Oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> oh, I go. bet that was real popular. Mm, yes, it was. Sure. Mm-hmm. Come on, babe. Did they, hey, do that to me. Did they actually see you do it or just the, yeah. No, they just heard it. Yeah, they just heard it. <laughs> Artie, Artie carried a <laughs> carried a board with him. So a little, that's why Artie's been lonely yes. for many years. Be a voice actor. A little, yeah. I'm not lonely. It was a little muffled, but anyway, it's good to have uh, our uh, usual listeners from across the globe. And I'm not yes. kidding when we say that we have people listening everywhere to the podcast. And welcome to all the new folks who found us through YouTube. Yeah, yeah, there Bless you go. Their YouTube BWB TV. Rock that's us. That's really know. blowing up. It really is. Yes, it's really blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I could assist there. It was very well done, Pete. Thank you so much. Jim Burroughs here. We've got several hundred views on many of our videos. Yeah, we put put some up the other day. Within hours, it had over 500 views. Well, I'm thinking about uh, tying us into the uh, the site Boomer Hub, but we have to have no clothes on if we do Boomer Hub. So anyway, it's good to have you along. Thanks for sharing your browser's experience. That's phenomenal. Uh, Jim Burroughs, Pete Molina, how are you, sir? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Just, things are blowing up, aren't they, Pete? They're, they're blowing up, baby. Uh, Dan Davis is here as well. Howdy, howdy. And uh, Artie? Which... Hey, I'm sorry I've been wasting your time. No. <laughs> I'm always intrigued by what comes out of your There will be a reckoning. I'm just like your significant I'm... other. Can't yeah. wait to hear what you've got coming up next. Well, I think she can wait. <laughs> well, let's see. I think she'd rather wait. She is, yes. We have a, a guest on the show for this particular edition of Boomers with Beverages. Uh, Brett Glaze is going to join us, and it's a, fr- a friend of Pete. And uh, Brett is involved with He's the, an FOP. Uh, the tequila biz. So I thought, uh, you know, since you three are winos, and I'm, you know, watching you guys all drink all your beverages, <laughs> that uh, you guys would be able to pick his brand on a variety of things. And we're going to have Pete carry that conversation here in just a few minutes. But uh, I want to say hey to Art Baker. Art's back. Good to see Art. Taylor Scott Art. out there in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Who, Continues to do great work for us. Really appreciate that as well. And uh, what am I drinking? I've got a Linen Kugel's Summer Shandy. So if you've not had it, uh, especially when the weather gets warmer, right? Right now, as we record this uh, podcast, the weather not so much warm, but it's not too crazy cold. One of the best beers to have in hot weather. Langen Absolutely. Kugel's mm-hmm. Summer Shandy. But you got to have a cold. Oh, yeah. And it tastes amazing. It Dan is. Davis, what are you drinking? I am drinking, it is from Cardinal Spirits, their straight rye whiskey. Aged over three years, it's really very good. Can't wait to try it. Yes. So I sent you guys all a photo real quick before we get to Pete and Artie, what you're drinking. But, you know, in the last uh, handful of weeks here in Indy, they finally released uh, Coke, uh, Jack and Coke, in the cans. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And it's apparently taken off like crazy. So there you, there was, at one time, a uh, Jack Daniels with a, a cola, cola mm-hmm. but it was just a generic cola, and they, mm-hmm. they said it tasted, tasted horrible. So when they finally got to partner with Coca-Cola, they were like, cha-ching. Yeah. So that was a pretty big, because I know Dan has a whiskey bottle on his nightstand, so he's, mm-hmm. he's pretty much a whiskey guy. <laughs> Which yeah. is, so. see, I, I pick good whiskeys, therefore I don't have to mix it with Coca-Cola. Right. So, there you go. Yeah, uh, but uh, this... Jack and Coke's a classic. No, it's it's awful. 
It, it really is. Yeah, well, really is awful. <laughs> really. Yeah, that's why they're canning it and it's selling yeah. like crazy. Yeah. Well, you, well, do you like to it, me, Pete? To me. So. I don't no, I, it's too sweet. I don't yeah. like yeah. sweet things, so Jack and Coke well, is not going to be my thing. Well, then you'll be ready for that uh, coming up soon. They're going to have Coke Zero instead of Regular Coke mixed oh, yes. with Well, Jack. I'm not a whiskey guy. It's yeah, important to have those low-calorie whiskey yeah. cocktails. Yes, yeah, absolutely. What, absolutely. So what are you drinking? What do you got? Well, since today's kind of gloomy and overcast, it seemed like a Johnny Walker red scotch day. Ooh. So that's what I'm drinking here. A little that drunk. seems to be more of a festive fun beverage than a gloomy beverage. No? Well, not for me. Because oh. I feel... I'm not really gloomy today, but it's gloomy. And yeah, this is, one of those days. This yes. is one of those things that you just sort of sip on while you sit in your chair you or go. do a podcast and just sort of <clears throat> relax. You still haven't yeah. heard back from Chris Everett yet, have you? I know you sent that letter years ago and she still hasn't responded. To get, get oh, yeah, photo. she did. Did she? Finally. She, told me to blow she said, off. leave me alone. Yeah, yes, who exactly. are you? I've had letters from you for 25 years. Leave me. Would she be the one you'd write? Because Pete's a tennis fanatic. Would she be the one you'd want to... Get an autograph of as far as famous tennis players, or who would no? You? I would. Uh, my two top would be Steffi Graf or Monica Seles. Mm-hmm. Those two. That would be really cool. Yep. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Artie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking something that uh, comes from Hard Truth, a distillery down in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Indiana. Sorry, <laughs> Nashville, Indiana. It's called uh, Henry A. Sipe Straight Bourbon Whiskey Double Oaked. It's well, a double oaked smoked barrel, and I'm telling you, it's it's heavy on the whiskey side mm-hmm. and kind of lighter on the bourbon. Yeah. But the uh, oak barrel is pretty. St- it's 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 out front. It's mm. out front. It's I, out I just wish it, I would wish it had more of a bourbon flavor than just the hard whiskey flavor. Are, is this usually what you're putting back when you're watching your uh, browsers stuff? No, I'm usually drinking uh, water. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stay, stay hydrated. hydrated. <laughs> yeah, stay hydrated if I'm well, watching. That's porn. a lot of activity watching yeah, those browsers. Yeah, we're going to step away from that just for a second. But we're going to get to uh, Pete's guest here in just a couple minutes. But we got to uh, see what's top of mind. I'll go ahead and uh, get us started on this uh, particular edition. Uh, without a doubt... Putting pineapple on pizza is absolute pizza perfection. I'm tired of these people say, "Ew, pineapple on pizza." Yeah, you naysayers need to move right. on. I need to announce. I I am leaving the podcast, <laughs> so you guys are no longer welcome in my home. We don't I comment just, uh, on top of mine, but that's okay. I was forced. <laughs> okay. You're the one. You're the one that pulled the pineapple. Yeah. Thing. Well, All the right. pineapple is awesome. And then <laughs> next week, I'm bringing a pineapple pizza. I'm gonna eat it right in front of you. So. <laughs> well, make sure there's ham on it. Yeah. Oh, you have to have ham. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hawaiian. If you're gonna if you're gonna do the pineapple, you, you got it. Have you gotta have the ham. It's gotta be Hawaiian for and, sure. And wash it back with some tequila. All right, Dan Davis. Uh shuffle your iTunes. I know I did I did the other day. I plugged in my phone and the music came up and just all these songs I forgot I had. And it was really a lot of fun. There's a lot of songs that it's I had I forgot all about. I love that song. You should listen to that all the time. And others, why on earth is that in my library? So it's an adventure yeah, while you drive. I got the same problem. Yeah. Pete Molina. Uh, just quick update on what's going on in the United States. Now, 41 states have legalized marijuana in some form or fashion. 23 states have totally decriminalized it. So uh, time to break out the extra bongs for me. Yeah. yeah. I'll just leave that. Bongs across America. What you got? All right, today, I don't know if you knew this or not, but today is Oxymoron Day, and I'm going to give you a list of my of my favorites. Now, I'm going to go through this very quickly, and no comment, please. Here are the my favorites. Oxymorons, Only Choice, Civil War, Definite Possibility. <laughs> that's, that's a really good one. That is a good one. Uh, grow Smaller, <clears throat> Random Order, Old News, True Fiction, Virtual Reality, Working Vacation, Exact Estimate. <laughs> that one kills me. Uh, one. The last three: original copies, pretty ugly, fully empty. There you go. 
My favorite oxymoron. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Thank you. Those are pretty common. I worked hard on that. And, and overused. All I had to do was print it. I have a, go. a good buddy. A good friend of mine is the morning host in, uh, in Dallas, number one AM guy, uh, Dave Williams, and he and I work together in, in uh, Sacramento at KPK. And he's, I wouldn't say he's a, gr- a grammar police guy, but he's pretty close. But he would be the first to point out how those are just so overused. Oh, yeah. And people are just lazy in the way mm-hmm. they write and the way they talk nowadays. Yeah. But you know what? Just to get people to, to say simple words is a, is accomplishment nowadays. Like, like mm-hmm. important? Yeah. Important. Yeah. I hate um, that. Or not say, you know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, uh, you know, like watch athletes when they get interviewed. You can tell. Either mm-hmm. it's nerves, or I'm not sure what it is, or it may, it, maybe it's just the way. Again, going back to what I said, high schools every year you should have speech class, yeah. so you learn how to talk. It's not that difficult. Yeah, so watching some of these people do interviews, and unfortunately, a lot of them are athletes, and it's painful because oh, yeah. you can barely string okay. enough words together for a coherent sentence. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I forget who it was. Some it was a, a female comedian. She said, "You know, consonants are your friend. Take them with you when you make a word." <laughs> was that Lonnie Frazier? No, I don't. Do you remember Lonnie? Remember the part where I said I don't remember okay. who it was? <laughs> I'm thinking it was Lonnie Frazier. It sounds like something you would say. All right. Mm-hmm. That, okay. short-term, that short-term memory thing's a real pain. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It really is. You know where you are, right? This is the podcast. Are you good with that? Yeah, I'm okay, okay with that. Just Thank checking. you. Thank just, you for asking. Just checking, because half that bottle's empty. So I, I, I have to go poop. So excuse me for a minute. That's uh, beautiful. Brett, you can leave. I know. Yes, I'm so, Brett's so Pete, glad he's Pete, here. Pete's with brought us. an amazing guest today, and Brett's going, and, and I don't and, think I've ever done a podcast with a 65 year old man. Who whatever did I do to Pete to deserve I, this? Can someone please stop Brett from leaving? He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Lock we're gonna, the door. We're going we're gonna to keep that from happening now because, Pete, I want you to go ahead and, uh, and introduce our guest. Before we do, though, don't forget, boomerswithbeverages.com is our website. Uh, also, the YouTube is uh, BWB TV. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, you know, typically when I go on, I usually will see the videos right away. But just in case, if you want to go right to it, I know we have a. It's a, at a BWB, yeah, at BWB TV 645. And lots of new videos on mm-hmm. there from what I hear. Oh, I got a new one coming up. I'll do it this weekend and it'll yep. be fun. You'll uh, love it. Uh, it has nothing to do with browsers. We'll be happy campers. It has nothing to do with anything. You demand, already you demand. <laughs> Pete Molina, uh, yes. appreciate you bringing along a guest today. And uh, we are are excited to uh, jump into this conversation. So have at it and let's get started. All right. Our guest today is Brett Glaze. Say hi to the audience, Brett. Good afternoon. Good to have you here. Uh, so a little bit about Brett, and I'm looking through his bio. Uh, Brett's been in the adult beverage business for 30 years. Is that anything like the adult entertainment business? or? Um, there are similarities. Okay. Well, <laughs> and, and the reason I ask is because as part of your bio, you said at one time you were at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. So we want to we want to hear a little bit more about that because I got a feeling there's a little bit uh, of a backstory there. So Brett has worked with some uh, famous international brands such as Heineken, and he is uh, currently working with uh, what I'll label sort of a boutique tequila uh, distillery called Hiatus. And I'll uh, I'll be real honest with you. I like to think I'm somewhat of a sophisticated purveyor of uh, of the spirits, but. Uh, tequila is one spirit that I don't know much about. Uh, mm-hmm. Perhaps the only thing I know about is a couple of really bad hangovers when I was in <laughs> in college. But it seems like recently it's sort of been uh, upgraded and, and really become a, more sophisticated. I, I see entire sections of bars, uh, so certain bars with tequila. I feel like it's just a little misunderstood. So mm-hmm. why don't we use that as a jumping off point and you know, just tell us some things that we may not know about tequila. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I greatly yeah. appreciate it. Uh, after hearing the uh, uh, the introduction here, as far as you guys just talking, um, 
I don't know. I'm going to top anything that I bring up. <laughs> oh, please um, don't try. It's okay. It's all right. But I'll do my yeah. best. As long as you know who the stars are. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I can see. Um, <laughs> but uh, well, thanks for having me. And, you know, the thing about tequila is uh, it does have a bad reputation, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I'm 53 years old. Uh, most people my age and a little bit older, their first experience with tequila was college or spring break and mm-hmm. unfortunately those were bad experiences <laughs> um but uh th- once you get to know the uh the spirit and what it stands for and the background and the history uh it it gives it will shed some new light uh interesting fact about tequila uh, just this year um the beginning of 2023 tequila became the second largest spirit in the u.s in wow. regards to dollar sales mm. it wow. surpassed uh bourbon and whiskey oh my brown goods so the number one selling spirit in the u.s by dollar sales and volume is vodka mm-hmm. um and then number two in regards to uh uh, units sold, so cases would be bourbon and whiskey, but in regards to dollar sales, tequila uh, hmm. has surpassed it. So um, it's it's certainly having a, a resurgence. So interesting. Um, yeah, it's it is, and also it is the fastest growing spirit as far as trends. So uh, and especially premium tequila, which is what hiatus stands for. What so. do you attribute that to? The growth. Yeah, uh, I think people are just more educated. Yeah, you know, taking yeah. the time. Um, um, you know, some people say uh, a lot of people are drinking less, but they're drinking better. Um, and a lot of that probably came uh, came out of COVID. They're like, okay, if I'm going to be stuck at home for six months and I'm going to be... I'm going to drink the good stuff. I'm going to drink the good stuff. Yeah. So um, it's called a, uh, another term that we use in the industry is affordable luxury. So mm. um, like... Uh, not to give a plug to anybody, but Starbucks is affordable luxury. I mean, yeah. you can get a nice coffee drink. I know Starbucks isn't for everybody, but you know, you're driving down the street, you want to treat yourself to something nice. Uh, you're like, okay, I'll get an eight dollar cup of coffee. I prefer a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> necklace. So that is interesting that the uh, tequila, you know, the popularity of it, but in general, the pandemic because of the fact that that's the last thing you would think of. As we're entering into a quarantine, yeah. that people are going to go, you know, to me, I would, I would think it's ramen, mac and cheese. Yeah. I'm thinking you're hoarding pantry stuff, but I've talked to a bunch of vendors yeah. when I'm when I've gone out to buy, you know, some beers, or when my wife was drinking wine, she doesn't drink it like she used to, and they would tell me they just were blown away yeah. at this. I mean, and it, it's kind of leveled off a little bit, it but, has. but it's still strong, and I it just. Would you guys have expected that? Were you surprised, Brett? That oh, the whole industry was surprised. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, they, we couldn't get uh, product to the shelf fast enough. Wow! Not just us, but any premium spirit, whether it be a vodka, a bourbon, a whiskey, a scotch, um, the higher end wines, whatever the case may be. So, am I incorrect when I, my memories. Finding something back here that there was a shortage of of tequila for a while. Or, uh, or it wasn't it wasn't readily available. Um, this was a couple of years ago, maybe yeah. two or three, maybe four years ago. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, it wasn't necessarily tequila. It was there was a shortage of blue agave. Oh, okay. So right. because there was a run on tequila, um, which when I say blue agave, it's kind of one and one in the same because um, you can only make tequila from blue agave. Yeah. Um, yeah, and from the Jalisco region in Mexico, which we'll touch upon that, I'm sure, here in a few And that's minutes. the cornerstone of tequila, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't make it without it. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that, somebody's probably tried, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into it now. Yeah. yeah. You yes. brought it up. Yeah. So, uh, tequila is the most regulated spirit in the world. 
Um, it uh, it's governed um, or monitored or however you want to say by uh, something called the CRT. And those are just initials for the Tequila Regulatory Commission, which no is way. the Mexican government. And they have offices all over the world. Um, they have an office in... Yeah, I'm, make, I'm not making this up. No, it's just funny that they regulate tequila, but they let half their population come to America. It's like <laughs> they don't regulate the drug trade. Yeah. It's like the cartels. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like that's yeah. what I'm, I'm amazed. You is the government, not the cartel, that's controlling. Oh it, yeah, and the cartel wow. leaves. I we get this question. I get this question all the time. Anybody that's in the tequila business and does uh, business in Mexico, you know, do you have to deal with the cartel down there? And actually, mm. um, from what I've experienced and the people I've talked to. Cartel, they leave. Uh, they leave the agave producers alone. The distilleries, you know, they're not um, holding them hostage uh, for a back, lack of a better term for uh, for you know payment on the side or anything like that. Um, yeah. So uh, when so, you go down there, do you wear a disguise or what do you wear? Uh, <laughs> I, I dress up as a fifty-three-year-old overweight, uh, middle-aged white man from Fisher. But you've really pulled that off well today. <laughs> Don't want to be obvious, Yankee. <laughs> you know? But uh, going back to the CRT, uh, they have offices all over the world. They have an office in Washington D.C. They have Washington um, offices in Europe. They have one in. Um, I think it's down in Australia slash New Zealand, uh, Southeast Asia. Um, I don't know all the exact locations, but they're that serious that, you know, they they know where the cases are going. Uh, they know where they're being sold. They um, they, they regulate it heavily. They protect it because it's it's a lifeline for them as far as uh, revenue for the, oh, for, yeah. the, for the Mexican government, the Mexican economy. Yeah. Mm. So, well, um, so, you know, it's become very popular. How did you? How did hiatus get into this? So obviously the the big uh, distilleries are, are are into it because it's profitable. So how was it to enter a market as a relatively small player? Yeah. So and you brought it up well in the beginning, Pete. We are a boutique um, um, brand tequila, so we're premium. Um, and when I say premium, we think we have a obviously a bit biased, a superior product to our competition. But uh, you can call yourself premium if you're fifty dollars and above. So that's why, and then you have the ultra premium, which would be a hundred dollars and above. And there's a lot of players in that category. But anyway, how did hiatus came about? It's a great story. Um, it was started by a gentleman by the name of Christopher DeSoto, who was raised in Mexico, uh, went to high school, went to college down there. His family had, um, friends, um, across the, the border there in Mexico. And so they'd go back and forth on a regular basis. And so Chris grew up uh, around the Mexican culture and tequila from, from an early age. Um, once he graduated from college, he went to work for Bell Helicopters um, because that's located in the town where he went to school. So he graduated from school, went and knocked on their door and said, do you have any positions available? And sure enough, he got a job. So Chris spent 25 years in the helicopter business traveling the world. Uh, he's lived in eight different countries. Um, He's visited 50 different countries, um, done a lot in his day and age. Um, um, in his time on earth, uh, he's, Chris is, I think, 46, 47 years old. But anyway, uh, his last stint abroad selling helicopters, he, his territory was Central and South America. And um, he could live anywhere he wanted. Well, he chose to live in Guadalajara, um, which is just north. It's in the Jalisco region, but north of the agave fields there in Jalisco. Let's go be in a state. So on the weekends, he would go down to the 
the town of Tequila, and that's where yeah. the name comes from. There is a town actually called Tequila, very quaint. It's a, it's a farming town. He'd go there and walk the agave fields and talk to the distillery masters and the farmers and everything else. And he gained a true passion for real, as cliche as it sounds, authentic Mexican tequila. Hmm. And then about 2015, give or take, he moved back to the U.S. to continue selling helicopters. And at that time, he moved to New York, and he was in the East Village there. He'd go into the different bars and said, hey, I haven't lived in the States for eight years. Uh, what what are the latest drinking trends? What's what's hot? What are people drinking? And all the bartenders, and really, you can't call them bartenders in uh, New York. They're called mixologists because they wear a vest and they have handlebar mustaches, right? <laughs> Even the women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, so he, you know, they start pouring them a mezcal, which is a sister spirit to tequila and tequila, and it was god awful in his humble opinion. It was mm. syrupy. It was um, that's sugar, my opinion, too, sugary, by the way. and everything mm. else. Because a lot of tequila is being made for the made for the American palate, and the American palate is is sweet. We were talking yeah. about Jack and Coke earlier. Blech. You know, Jack and Coke, <laughs> Mountain Dew, vanilla lattes. I mean, we just we talk dry in the U.S., but um, we drink sweet, and mm. so that so that most of the tequila coming to the U.S. was. Um, um, uh, made for the American palate, which that's fine. You know, that works for some people, but Chris said, no, I want to, I want to do something authentic. So he finally quit his job in helicopter sales, uh, and took a couple years off, uh, did some, uh, research and development. He'd fly back and forth between here and Mexico. He'd bring back samples and water bottles. He'd literally have to sneak them into the U S he'd do focus groups. Um, and, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to go for this. So I think it was about 2018 is when he incorporated, um, and found a distillery. So we've got a distillery partner, uh, called La Confradia. So interesting fact about tequila, there are over 1700 different tequilas available in, uh, Jalisco. So 1700 wow. different brands, um, but only about three or 400 of those come to the U S. So there's hmm. still like 12, 13, whatever the math is down in uh, Mexico that will never cross the border. I mean, they just, they're local brands, just like your local brewery or local winery or whatever the case may be. But that being said, they're only just under 200 distilleries. So 200 distilleries are making 1700 different brands. So you've wow. got to, you've got to find a distillery partner. Um, 90%, 95% of the tequila is not, uh, those distilleries are not owned by one individual. They're, they're owned by families most of the time. Um, and our distillery is called La Cafardilla, means brotherhood. And it's a fourth generation family. And, uh, they said they could do what we wanted in regards to a taste profile and bringing authentic Mexican tequila to the U S. So, um, here we are. Um, um, five years later. So, how old is tequila? Like, what's the oh. earliest history records tequila? Because I'm wondering about the famous song, Tequila, <laughs> came out in 1958. And I would imagine the majority of the U.S. had no idea what tequila was in 1958. Correct. Unless you lived in the southern parts of California, mm. Texas, Arizona. Hundreds of years yeah. old. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, history says the Aztecs created it, but there's. Wow. That's, a, that's pretty old. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a history major by any means. Um, but uh, well, they also bold with heads, yeah. so I can see where <laughs> there could be a connection there. <laughs> maybe a little too much tequila. I don't know because so. I kind of look at tequila like maybe there was a point that it was kind of like in the, the backwoods of Kentucky with all the stills set up yeah. that that was kind of mm-hmm. how tequila was for a long time. Yeah, um, it, it, it's definitely uh, ingrained into their their culture and their in their history down there. Wow, I mean, it, it, it's 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 very much part of uh, 
um, you know, the the history of uh, Mexico and the country, and they take it very serious down there. Um, and we've Ameri- Americanized it. Unfortunately, um, you know, once again, people think the only yeah. way you can drink tequila referencing spring breaks in college or, you know, a shot or a margarita. The margarita mm-hmm. is the number one cocktail in the U.S. Mm. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. So, mm. See, I'm pushing for pina colada. <laughs> oh, I love pina colada. So, but, uh, you know, you go to Mexico and you order a margarita and a yeah. oh, yeah. restaurant. They're going to pour you some tequila and they're going <laughs> to dump maybe uh, a splash of soda water on mm. top of it and a squeeze a lime in it, and they're going to hand that to you, and they say, there's your margarita. Whereas huh. here, you know, uh, they're very fancy. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I, I always have to bring this up. Uh, another reason why people get, uh, tequila gets a bad rap, you know, you go to your average Americanized Mexican restaurant, if that's such a thing, <laughs> you yeah. know, local El Rodeo or La Hacienda or whatever. That, that doesn't even count as Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that's like San Fazoli's is Italian. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Blasphemous. I know. Yeah. Or you, Olive Garden, for that matter. You go in there on a Tuesday, and you see on the marquee, you know, 24-ounce margaritas for $4.99. Uh-huh. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, that sounds pretty good. We don't really care what yeah. it's made of. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't, right? Because yeah, they, yeah. they probably yeah. have never had the real McCoy. Well, they, and yeah. they drink it. They drink it, he or she. And then, you know, their meal comes, so they order another one, and uh, and they've had two, and then they go home, they go to bed the next day, they wake up, and they're hungover. And mm-hmm. they, uh, they, you know, you first thing you say, oh, too much tequila. Well, really, no, you had two ounces of tequila. Yeah. And there's a reason why they're selling it for four ninety nine is because, um, you know, it's, it, um, it's cheap tequila. The other 46 ounces are sugar water. Right. right and sour That'll do it. And that's where the hangover yeah. sure. comes from. So I'm, I'm interested in the, the, the three that you brought with you, yeah. especially this one, um, because I'm a bourbon drinker. Yeah. You've got this, uh, how's it pronounced? Uh, uh, Añejo. Añejo. Yeah. This Añejo looks pretty good. I don't think I've had anything like it, but you age it in what you call ex-American whiskey barrels. In other words, people that used to be Americans have barrels. <laughs> yeah. these, the, in other words, they, these, been are, these are yes. pre- previously oh, used yeah. aged aging barrels. So you're drinking the hard truth. Um, yes. We've got some um, rye rye over there from Cardinal yeah. Spears out mm-hmm. of Bloomington. And scotch over here. Yeah. But those, uh, those barrels... Uh, in order to be called a bourbon, uh, I always like – maybe you know this, maybe you not, don't know this. Uh, I always reference something called ABC. It's got to be American-made, not not from Kentucky. People think you can only yeah. get a bourbon out of Kentucky. That was like, an old fallacy. Yes. Yeah, old fallacy. So it's got to be American-made. It, uh, it's got to be a new oak barrel. Mm-hmm. So there's what the B stands for. And it's got to yeah. be 51% corn. Mm-hmm. That So, mm-hmm. so right. once they're done with those barrels, they're not – by law, they can't reuse them. So um, – us tequila producers and distilleries, we um, buy them all up and ship them down to Mexico, and that's how we age uh, both the uh, the repo and the añejo. And there is such a thing called hmm. an extra añejo. So blanco not aged, repo mm-hmm. aged. Once again, this is controlled by the CRT, the Mexican government, right. aged two months to a year, and then the añejo aged a year to three years. Extra añejo aged anywhere from three years to five years. Extra añejo? Extra añejo, which we don't have. Um, but if you're going to have an extra añejo, that's been aged mm-hmm. in a used American whiskey bourbon barrel for somewhere between three and five years. Now, hmm. they don't mandate that they are the whiskey barrels. Actually, some um, people use wine barrels. Mm-hmm. Some people mm-hmm. use port barrels. Some people use rum barrels. But I would say 90, don't quote me on this, 90, 90. Five percent of barrels are used. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the oak, the used American oak barrels, is what they use. Um, so that's the majority of the barrels. That and used. even if you rechar them, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. rechar them. You can't. You still can't use them. Or uh, the other, the, the the distiller that charred them can't use them again. The, the like, bourbon. The bourbon. No. 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 Yeah. no. They, they have to be sent. Yeah. They have to be gone. They, they have, have to go away. Like, yeah. Right. Go away. I do want to say, I, I, you know, perhaps people listening can hear this. I know I can. That is my dog Tigger howling in the background. He wants he is unhappy. He, he wants, wants bourbon uh, or some, or some, some I, think, I think it's tequila yeah. that he's hankering for. Yes, so he is, I thought they were, it's Pete's stomach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where, where would we go locally uh, to have a, a sip of some hiatus uh, tequila? I love the name, by the way. Yeah. A, if you're going to come up with that's a cool name for a... But, Adult beverage. There really is a story behind it. So Chris had everything done. He had the liquid. He had the bottles. We had a few investors on board because nobody in the company, none of us come from money. It's not like we sold an internet company and decided, hey, let's take the extra. And play with our money. Yeah, 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 start a a distillery. Um, So... um, uh, so uh, we had to find some investors. So everything was done except for the name. And uh, Chris was at his desk one day, and a buddy called that he hadn't talked to in um, six months. And and he says, hey, man, he goes, what's going on? He goes, uh, well, kind of be, on, uh, be honest, I kind of been on a hiatus. And he clicked. Nice. He yeah. literally yeah. hung up on right. his buddy. I love ding, it, though. Ding, 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 ding. And, yeah. And uh, like uh, he went to the trade uh, – Went to the you know internet and went to the trademark office uh, slash patent um, copyright and hiatus was not trademarked or copyrighted and so we, oh, cool. we have it trademarked now. So and I know Pete wanted to know yeah. where like yeah. Where, yeah. where are you now in terms yeah. of places? If I wanted to go it. on a personal hiatus, yeah, personal mm-hmm. hiatus, where would I go? Here in Central Indiana, we have some great partners: Twenty First Amendment, Big Red, K- mm. Payless Crown, a few select Myers, a few select Krogers, um, Total Wine, and more. And mm. if you're in a bar or restaurant. Um, some other great partners at Ale Emporium, get your okay. world famous wings and pizza, and uh, the Hughes Culinary Properties, which is the 1933s. Oh uh, my! Oh my! Saint Omos. Uh, yeah. Saint Omos yeah. is. Uh, I'm never leaving. I'm probably yeah. our best, best. We live there. We, we love the, those are the best restaurants in Indy. All yeah. those restaurants. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know when you think of a steak, you um, you think of red wine or a nice cocktail or whatever, but. Uh, they sell a lot of our, they're great partners. They sell a lot of our tequila and, you know, that's saying something considering they're a steakhouse and tequila isn't what they're known for. Mm-hmm. So do you have to go in uh, to a restaurant or a, a bar and, and spend some time educating the, the bar staff about tequila in general and or yours, or do they tend to be pretty knowledgeable? No, nope, that's a big part of my job, staff trainings. So, yeah. So, um, and doing stuff like this, um, and, you know, having the conversations with the bartenders, the managers, the patrons at the bar, I, I, I didn't gain 60 pounds in the past year by, uh, <laughs> by going through McDonald's drive through 60, 60, 60. Yeah. No, yeah. You, no, he's committed. Small. <laughs> he's committed to his, I don't to see his, it. I committed to my craft. So are you sold outside the state of Indiana? Anymore? Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> thank you for all the plugs. Yeah. <laughs> These are softballs coming my way. We're available in eight markets. Um, New York, Florida, um, wow. uh, uh, California. Um, but for those out there in, in podcast land, if you are truly interested and you don't live in Indiana, do people know that's where we're coming from? Yeah. Podcast, uh, yeah. Land. Yeah. podcast land. Absolutely. Is that yeah. such a uh, you can just <laughs> might as well be since everyone has one. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, w, you can just go to www. Uh, shop hiatustequila.com so we do have an on i guess i'm saying we do have a, a an online store so you can go to our website or just uh shop hiatustequila.com and and uh and our website's pretty robust and you can order direct and we'll, we'll ship to the majority of the states when uh when you're doing your training how often does your uh, playboy mansion experience come up 
Um, you had to get that in there, didn't you? I did have to get yeah, I want to know. I, I, how often do we, we get to talk know. to somebody that's uh, been there? Yeah. Well, just for the record, though, I do have to, I, I, you know, I've been in the booze business for 30 years, and I don't. I didn't coin this phrase, but the one thing I do like to say about being in the adult beverage business, kind of like being in the adult entertainment business. Mm. How do you refer to I wouldn't to know. <laughs> uh, he just watches. He's never been. <laughs> you never get rich, but you live like a king. So several years ago when I was working for a beer distributor, uh, I won an incentive uh, put on by Ro- Rolling Rock. Um, does anybody know what city Rolling Rock's from? Latrobe, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, who's the most favorite resident? Oh, Arnold Palmer. Hold there up. we go. Yeah. Well, got, wow, geniuses they <laughs> talking to. We, so. we have Google. Well, we're boomers. <laughs> boomers. We, 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 are the be, we are the best generation. So We're like Liam Neeson as boomers. We know things. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want an incentive called Rock the Mansion, along with like 200 other beer reps across the U.S. <laughs> Rock the mansion. Rock the and mansion. did you know what the mansion was at that point? Oh, oh you did. Oh, yeah. okay. so That's why I worked so hard to win yeah. that contest. Well, it could be like the Vanderbilts or some, I don't know, crazy thing, you know, that, that he finds out it's the Playboy mansion. You get to mansion. go to the Billsmore. Yeah. Yes. You get to go to visit the Howells. So flew out to L.A. for the weekend. Wow. And, and, you know, we did a wide variety, of, a lot of sightseeing and, you know, going to bars and seeing a couple of live bands and everything. But uh, the main attraction was uh, it on that Saturday, we were out there from like noon to five. They had mm. a pool party. We actually didn't go. They wouldn't allow us inside the actual mansion. Mm-hmm. We were on the grounds of the mansion. Um, were your pajamas pretty cool that you wore? Or what? Uh, <laughs> speedos. <laughs> were they? Speedos? Yeah, I'm 60 pounds lighter. I there you go. Absolutely. You could get away with it. Uh, the big so, Rolling Rock label on them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> rolling Rocks. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, uh, Hugh Hefner wasn't there, but uh, he could have been had they paid. Uh, so at it, it, the time, just like anything, it's a business. And, no way. And, you had to pay for him to be there? 10000 at the time for him to make an appearance. It at was, his own house? At his own house, 10000 For him to mingle. I need that gig. Mm, We're mingle. doing yeah. this. We're going to do this. Yeah, so the other funny amazing. part about that story was they did have, I think, Two, maybe three playmates that were mingling with the winners, uh, mm. which is a bunch of beer guys. We're a bunch of knuckleheads running around thinking we're cool. <laughs> oh, and they're the enjoying play- it, I'm sure. Yeah. But they weren't the monthly ones. They were like no. Miss Thursday, August 2nd. <laughs> yeah. They weren't, they weren't yeah. the whole month. <laughs> they were like the lesser playmates. <laughs> Miss Muncie. <laughs> Miss Muncie. Miss Muncie. Miss Muncie. It still was a cool experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the real playmates, the funny thing is the real playmates, everybody had to have wristbands on. You know, said you were authorized to be there, but the real playmates didn't have um, wristbands on. But they had gone down to the, one of the local adult gentlemen, one of the adult show clubs, gentlemen's club, and brought in some extra talent to mingle. <laughs> oh, talent, nice. and and yeah, they you know. and they had wristbands on just like us. And so, so what, yeah. what year was this that you vis- you went to oh, the mansion? This would have been um, probably like. 2002, 2003. Oh, okay. So, still, so before our children were It wasn't born. like in the heyday, you know. No, no. When you used to go there and, you know, wow. Hervé Villages and Ricardo Montalban would be mm. swimming in the pool or yeah. something. So how, how big, I mean, I know you didn't go inside, but, you know, best guesstimation, how big was it square foot wise? The house? Yeah. I'd say probably 9,000 square feet. And it, it's right across the street from uh, the UCLA campus. Yeah. It's, in uh, the, it's in the heart of um, L.A. Um, and, and lots of animals. It's like a it's like a zoo. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, d- d- um, zebras walking around, peacocks, a uh, um, lot of animals. Um, it, it's very unique. And then there was a house next door, which he built for his um, mother. 
X Y. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. We had children with, so the children can walk back and forth. Instead of saying Norman oh. Hugh. <laughs> so I'm wondering, if, I'm wondering if the UCLA uh, athletics department uses that as a recruiting mm-hmm. tool. They just might. It. I don't even know if it's still up though, because uh, if, uh, there's a show on Bravo, Million Dollar Listing, Los Angeles, and one of the real estate agents sold the house adjacent to it. Yep. And the people that were buying that house, I honestly had a chance to bid on the property, <clears throat> and they were talking about just tearing it, yeah. just getting the land, because right now that's the big thing in LA is getting the land and, yep. and getting rid of these old houses, because it is an old house. Yeah, it very much old. It needed some. Oh repa- yeah, even mm. back then. Yeah, um, it needed some repairs. And, and it's probably somebody to take a petri dish to the pool just uh-huh. to see what's and going I on. I spent the whole afternoon in that yeah. pool. Did you? I did. I, and and uh, you're here. You live to tell I, about I it. Got the I know why you <laughs> stayed in the pool. <laughs> we all know why. Well, what's the big? What's the the, the, the grotto? Gr- yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Did you go in the grotto? Hundred percent. Went in Rome. Can we get back to tequila now? <laughs> yes. I have a very important question. I, but I've never met a guy that don't, don't spend. We don't want to spend I've our time talking about people. Playboy Playmates. I've, I've, met, I've met three people that have gone there. This is all, I, His story is no different than anybody else's I've ever talked to. Oh, and they all met Miss Muncie. No. No, they met Miss Trafalgar. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Mr. Trafalgar and... Um, Even better. Mr. M- Man- Mason, Indiana. Okay, look, I want to try this, but here, here's the thing. I got I to gotta preface this. I don't like tequila, and I was killed. Tequila killed wow. me. Tequila well, thanks killed. for being hold here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you, can you feel the love, me? Brett? Can I you just feel it? Mex- I had some of that mezcal, yep. and it was awful. I, and I did not know that the, the white tequila and the dark tequila were different, tasted different. And I was stunned. And I go, this is really awful. I, I'll just drink, you know, the regular, you know, clear, yep. you know, Blanco. white tequila. Yep. And uh, once I tasted it by itself without being mixed, it was okay. The, the, the mm. clear, the white. Yep. I'm amazed. But I've even the, done tequila. The and dark you're such a snob just, about it. just really hurt me. And so <laughs> I want to like it because my wife can't drink it. What do you it. mean it hurt you? What it, it, hurt, it hurt me. It, 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 it hurt, hurt my throat. Oh. It hurt my stomach. It hurt my head. It that hurt everything. All I mentally. did was take one sip and it was uh, and this was the, awful. The That's dark now. or the clear? This was the dark. The dark. I'd never had dark before. Was it cheap? I mean, was it expensive? It was free. <laughs> I just took it from my daddy's bar, well, you know, and I just drank well, it. Well, already get to take a sip of this yeah, and give us your opinion. And, and, so this is and, the and, and then apologize to him. This is, this is, it, it, the, it smells the, like it smells The entire like future of the company depends on whether you like this or not. Really? The whole future of the company? No. Yeah. I don't think we're, so. We're just trying we to lift I you can out. always edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our Anya. It's been aged for a year and... Oh, that is so much better than mezcal. Well, mezcal is not tequila. It's a sister spirit. Well, it's, it, 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 it's, it, it, it's, it, it sold itself as tequila. Yeah, yeah. It, very smoky. Um, this is, this is. I make old fashions with this. Absolutely love it. Ooh, I, this is not bad at all. It sounds very delicious. This, that's all you're going to give me is a swallow? And here's the oh, whole man. Mm. I get some straws. <laughs> yeah, you want a sippy cup? Damn. Is what good? is the proof on this, by the way? 80 proof. Just 80. Yeah. Right. No, it's not. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, here's That's another, delicious. Here's another interesting fact about tequila. Here's me giving a plug, but this is more education about the brand. And, and the more you know, the more you like. Yeah. Um, so tequila is the healthiest spirit you can drink. Think about it. It's yeah. it's made from a plant, the blue agave, which is a succulent, which is more closely related. Everybody thinks it's like a cactus, but it's more closely related to and chickens. Uh, uh, agave. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, asparagus and lilies. Wow. So, and got it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, really okay. good for Pete because Pete 
essentially you could be considered a vegan because it's a plant-based tequila. You could drink that and your bong stuff is plant-based. Well, exactly. And, you know, so He's you drink good. tequila, you, I'm, in, I'm still in training, right? You're there a vegan. You, go. You, are, exactly. you are a vegan. You had no idea. That's amazing. Uh, half the calories so, of vodka. Tell us what's next. Hmm. Where, are you guys, where, are you, where are you guys looking ahead? To what's what's yeah. coming up? Yeah, it. so the biggest thing for us, uh, two things, we're going to expand into uh, new markets. So uh, we're looking at Tennessee, looking at Colorado, um, some states like that, um, and uh, raising some more funds. Like I said, we're a startup, and we're looking for some partners that want to grow this thing with us. So, um, you know, we're probably never going to pull off what Don Julio and Patron pulled off. If Do you know those mm-hmm. stories? Mm-hmm. So uh, Don Julio sold, which, uh, I'm sorry. Casamigos. Casamigos was started by George Clooney and Randy mm. Gerber, and they sold it to the largest spirit company in the world called Diageo, and they got $1.5 billion for it. Well, there you go. Um, so why does Clooney still waste, you know, why does he still make movies? Uh, yeah, I don't I get have, it. I, I, Leave I, us alone. We don't hey, quit inflicting an, that on us. When you're so. an actor, you'd love acting. You oh, just I love it. Well, who was Realize it? He was an Sammy actor. Hagar, Sammy, Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo. Now yeah. Yeah. yeah, he sold yeah. that, and so now that's owned like by a private equity firm mm. or, that, or another spirit company. And he's Cabo got, Wabo and, and Cabo, that bar is just uh, off the charts. Crazy. And yeah. now he's got tequila, not, not to plug them, but called Santo. Oh, and wow. that's, uh, he's partnered up with Guy Fieri uh, of the Cooking oh, yeah. Channel. Oh. Hmm. Is, is that kind of the big thing now? Because my, so. my, uh, my uh, wife's uncle is a, owns a vineyard in Tuscany, and yeah. they, they, do, they do wine. But he was thinking about getting into boutique vodka. Like Dan Aykroyd had yep. the skull vodka <laughs> yeah. for a long time. Crystal head. So is it, is it kind of like that? Is it, has uh-huh. it become more so with tequila now? Yes, very, very much so. Yes, very much so. So that's good for tequila fans because oh, yeah. you've yeah. got some amazing variety out there. Yeah. No. Well, this is delicious. I'm I'm really I'm really pleasantly pleased. This yeah. is great. Yeah. This is awesome. So now go out and buy a couple of bottles. Yeah. Already, yeah. no joke. Support yeah. our host. I love the, the the whoever came up with the, the marketing. The bottles are really cool looking. I love the way the labeling's done because so, it's it's simple. Well, it's supposed to mean uh, this is. If you switch them around here, um, oh, so they're at different levels. Of the, sunset, yeah, afternoon, evening. Uh, very well, cool. Well, there you go. That's you drink great. This in the morning, drink this afternoon. Okay, this it afternoon. goes well with coffee and donuts. Hundred percent. Pop tarts. Tequila and pop tarts. Pop tarts. That's it. <clears throat> All right, I have a, a, a question. Where you, you gave us these wonderful little pamphlets that have recipes, and for the uh, añejo. It says three quarter ounce Earl Grey tea, tea infused Carpano Antica. Sounds specialized. Just Qu- Keep in mind my marketing team. Or is would it be KS in, yeah. in, in New York? Uh, yeah. I've had this discussion. I'm like, you, you um, not to pick on the Indiana folks because I'm an Indiana boy, but you got to yeah. dumb it down for us, <laughs> please. So yeah, so yeah. I know I learned Earl Grey from Jean Luc Picard of yeah. Star Trek: The Next Generation, but yeah, Carpano is that, so that's a spirit. Some kind of like a Pernod or... I'm guessing. I don't know. Oh, you don't, okay. I don't know. All right. Like I said, I, this is, you know, some of these recipes are okay. off the chart. But I do want to go back to the health benefits. So it, 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 it's, <laughs> it's, it's everything, you know, drink everything responsibly. But once again, tequila, very healthy drink. If drank in moderation, and then you don't mix it with sugar water or sweet and sour yeah. mix, whatever. But low in calories, low in carbs, half the vodka, uh, half the calories of vodka, uh, low in sugar, gluten-free. Um, and... If you drink tequila clean, you drink a additive, preservative-free tequila, which ours is, um, you don't mix it with a bunch of garbage, the next day, nine times out of ten, you are not going to be hungover. Here's the reason yeah. why. A lot of 
alcohols have sugars in them. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, like and, this. Yeah, and yeah, and your body spends all night trying to break those down. Exactly, they know yep. what sugars they are. The sugars are in tequila are called agavins, and your body doesn't know how to break them down, so they just pass. Oh, they pass, pass tricky, them. tricky tequila. Yeah, I like it through. So, so that's smart. You yeah. should mark. You, why don't you, your first commercial is going to be about that. Agave. Smart tequila. Guy yeah. just putting a bottle down, wakes up the next day, and he's 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 at the stock exchange making money. So what's no um, hangover? That'd be cool. So I know, I know you have the, the 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 shading of the vodka or the uh, uh, tequilas to re- represent morning, noon, and, and night. Uh, is those are those the best ones to drink those times of day? Uh, I just say you start before noon. That way you can drink all day. Okay, it doesn't there you go. Which one you start with? As long as you start before noon, you can drink all day. I would recommend yeah. if you're going to do that, stay at home. Pete's wanting you to name one for his nap time. So if you could do that, morning, <laughs> noon, night, Pete's nap time. Reposado. Yeah. Just oh, there you go. Yeah. Nice, very cool. Wait a minute. Th- there's more than just these three that you brought. Uh, well, in there's regards to uh, hiatus, the, no, no hiatus. this is it. These are the only. It. These the, are their the big three. three. Okay. The big three. But like I said, there is something called an extra añejo. Uh, it's been mm. just been aged. Right. Uh, there's something called a cristalino, um, which is a very unique uh, thing because they basically take a añejo and they filter it. Like I don't know. I'm going to make this up. 20, 100 times, and they take all the darkness out of it. So it drinks like an Añejo, but it looks like a Blanco. So it's white. So all it's right. Like well, well, that's obviously for mixing reasons. I, no? I, I, I don't, you don't know. know why. I don't, why it's, would it's relatively weird. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But there's, like I said, so there's we have these three expressions, uh, Blanco, Repo, Añejo. There's an extra Añejo. There's uh, Cristalino. And then there's some other... Um, offshoots there's something called hoven j-o-v-e-n mm-hmm. uh, which is mm-hmm. a uh, spirit derived from um uh, uh blue agave so this remind us the uh, the, web, the, web, the website again for uh, yeah www.hiatustequila.com it gives you all kinds of information about us recipes you can buy merch on there um you can see our story or read our story and then you can also uh, uh shop online from from there cool. so. well we're, i'm gonna definitely throw up some stuff on our social media I took some pictures while you were doing your thing Appreciate so it. uh pete nice call i mean I, yeah we, we always love meet with pete's friends we did a show at the state fair met one of pete's ex-girlfriends right? <laughs> yeah. that's right when he was just uh in, in nursery school i think back in the 50s <laughs> yeah it was a that long was like time third grade it was a yeah, third, third grade? grade or something yeah First grade. First grade. First grade. <laughs> You're asking him to you're remember. Artie Artie likes to dig deep. Yes, okay? he does. Because we have these these brochures that have three different recipes for three different yeah. bottles of tequila. There's a picture of three bottles of tequila. Yeah. You brought three bottles of tequila. And what does Artie ask? Are there other varieties available? <laughs> well, that's, because well, he digs important. deep. He, he wants to know. He, he thinks, it. surely, so you're hiding a, two or three types of tequila. Brett, somewhere. would it be appropriate if uh, one of my friends or some, many of my friends go to a Bar that does not have hiatus uh, tequila to just start hounding them to carry it based on what we've talked about on, to the point where they get kicked out. Okay, yeah, okay. You're, you're, right. you're, you're I want to be a part of that. That's you're easy. free and clear to get in anywhere, right? Oh, have yeah, your, okay, because yeah, 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 yeah. I know, like my, with my uh, Karen's uncle, the wine is a whole different world. Like yeah. licensing wise and getting into places, and yeah. it's interesting yeah. state to state because some states yeah, are crossing easier state than lines can be complicated. I know because yeah, yeah. there, there's you know distilleries and breweries in Michigan. Some of them are available in Indiana. Some of them are not. It just depends on so many things. Go to your local bar, harass them. Yeah, there you go. Point of exactly. Norman, and then, well, just check yeah. it out right away. Make sure look at the menu, look at the beverages, and if you don't see hiatus on there, at least you know for local folks. If you go to the uh, the, the any uh, of the Hughes restaurants, the Hughes restaurants mm-hmm. you know, like 1933 HC Tavern. Same Elmo's, Harry and Izzy's, 
you know, that, that pretty much is a pretty good uh, choice of, of, of food right there. There we go. You'll, you'll have the bases covered. So. Tuesday night at the El Emporium Steak Night. Yeah, we got an I can walk to from my house. Was it six dollars? Six ninety five. Wow! Every two the castle didn't location. Yeah. Only, oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. still worth going though. You get, mm-hmm. a, you get a six ounce bacon wrap fillet, uh, baked potato salad, and soup. Oh, six ninety five. Yeah. Yep. Right. But but drinks are forty one dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it's how awesome. they get you. <laughs> Brett Glaze, uh, seriously, man, mm-hmm. thank you for thank carving you. out some time. Oh, and indeed. Pete, appreciate you thank bringing you. your buddy along. And we'll follow your journey and uh, keep up, you know, give us the updates. Let us know how things are going out there. And we'll uh, we'll do our part with what we can promote on our social media and everything mm-hmm. like that. Here's my honest commitment. I know I just met you, you guys. Uh, I've known Pete for a little while, but... Uh, we make it big. Uh, there's going to be some sponsorship dollars coming your way. Oh, we, 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 well, we, we like that. We, we might be doing the show uh, from an agave field in Jalisco. Oh, heck yes. Ooh, I'm yes. in. Yeah. Let's do it. I got we are, we are a private jet with That's right. Playmate uh, bunnies and on the jet while we Ms. get down there. I don't think they're still but, there. But only the ones with no wristbands, because <laughs> no wristband means they're authentic. They'll I, have I, to, I paid attention to that part. <laughs> well, aren't all, aren't all our wives ex-Playboy bunnies so we can go that route? Yeah, right? Pay the Well, they'll be hiatus honeys. <laughs> there we go. We'll be Playboy buddies. We'll look forward to that. But Brett, thank you so much. Awesome. Thank really, you. really sincerely appreciate you coming out. And we're going to throw some of this stuff, like I said, on our Facebook and Instagram and let everybody know to when they go out for their beverages to check for hiatus mm-hmm. and you will not be sorry. So, Artie Widgery, thank you, sir. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank Pete you. Pete Molina, you did a great job bringing a, a really Indeed. cool guest along. And uh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's always great to contribute to the educational portion of Boomers <laughs> with Beverages. Absolutely. We want thoughtful drinkers out yeah, there. For sure. Dan Davis, good to see you. Good to be here. And we will uh, be catching up with you again soon. This has been Boomers with Beverages. Thank you for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Special thanks to Art Baker, our recording engineer. Post-production services provided by yours truly, Dan Davis. And hey, don't forget to check us out on YouTube at BWBTV645. Be sure to like and subscribe.